Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You are now in the Cornwood Podcast, a sports podcast from Bellip Sports and the Bellip Podcast Network. Here is your host, Jared Clinton. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Corner Booth Podcast. I am your host, a less nasally and less wheezy Jared Klim alongside Matt, a.k.a. Jake Smigglesworth, a.k.a. Swagoo. And, <laughs> and a more, me, a more no, uh, how you say, nasally congested, a uh, yeah. nasally congested co-host over here. Whatever I lost, he found. And then, of course, you know, down below, we got the man, the myth, the legend, Blackout Chrissy, a.k.a. Ten Toes Up, Ten Beers Down. My man, Chris, flip off. I'll tell you what, man. I lived up to the name this past weekend. I told you guys. I texted in the group chat. I was at the bar. Met a girl on Friday. Um, we were talking about, for some reason, we were talking about beer. And I was like, uh, I was like, yeah, dude, I'm like the John Cena just putting these bad boys down. And she's like, oh, like WWE. I'm like, yeah, yeah, of course. She, I was like, you like WWE? She's like, oh, my God, I love it. I'm like, damn, you trying to Royal Rumble and chill? I try to get creative <laughs> with it. And uh, she walked right away. So, uh so I came home, I her. flogged a bottle of Jack, and I was playing Dashboard Confessional. So that was that was my one night. Nice. What a what a loser she was. I, I love WWE. Want a Royal Rumble and chill? Oh, what does that mean? It means you don't love WWE. <laughs> that was the best part. Like dude. the second biggest pay-per-view they have. Uh-huh. WrestleMania. It's I, like, she probably went on it's like, I feel like it's WrestleMania – and you could say it's either SummerSlam or Royal Rumble, but the underneath those are Survivor Series. Like that's the top four. It's like Mania. To me, it's Mania, Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, Survivor Series. You got to know those four. I'll be at uh, WrestleMania this year, so I'll be sure to send her some pictures if I ever I'm run in, into her again. I'm in denial because I originally my wife and I were going to go with my friends to uh, Mania and Philly, but then we wound up buying this house. So now adult. You know, responsible me is like you shouldn't invest in WrestleMania because you have a home and you have a mortgage now. But the other part of me is like, what if you could make this work? And I'm trying to fight that person. So it's like you got the two shoulders, Matt. 
and then Smigglesworth on the right. Yeah, Smigglesworth is like, do it. Swag, Swagoo's like, listen, man, I think he, he's making a good point. And then me is like, I'm trying to fight him off both of them. Exactly. I'm like, I am pretty much mankind, dude, love, and Cactus Jack right now. <laughs> Mr. Socko. <laughs> uh, see, I'm, I was like this. I was about to go get tickets for, uh, I think it was going to go to try, uh, maybe it was, maybe it was a good thing. I was trying to get tickets for like Eagles 49ers, but then, uh, you know, bought a truck. So trying to move out. So yeah, bills and such. Yeah, yeah. it sucks because uh, it's like, oh, when am I going to get to see that particular game anytime soon? Or when am I going to be able to see Mania within like a couple yeah. hours of my house? And it's like probably not for 10 more years. Yeah, I had the two decisions of buying WrestleMania tickets or buying that Royal Rumble and Chill Girl a drink. Glad I bought those WrestleMania tickets. <laughs> Big boy purchase. I love it. Should have showed her the, your Ticketmaster thing and be like, this could have been you, but you're playing. Yeah, I was kind of flailing it like around. I was like, it's not an American <laughs> Express Platinum card. It's just WrestleMania tickets. <laughs> just WrestleMania. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, boys, you know, it was an interesting weekend. We'll – um. We'll start. We'll start with the good news in a sec. Actually, you know what? No, you know, Chris, let's let's change it up. Instead of us complaining, bitching, and moaning about our football team, who at the end of the day is still going to the playoffs, is still going to be one of the top five seeds, and is still probably going to fuck up somebody's shit. Let's talk about college football. Love it. I actually, holy fuck, that was I great what, last night. I know what I'm talking about this time because I watched both games. I studied a little bit. Um, I'll do my best here. I loved it. I bet on the games too. I hit on both. I slammed the over on both games. Yeah, I missed on Alabama, but to be honest, you know, like, dude, Michigan just they, I, I, you know what, they just ran the ball a little better, man, and they did. And you know what, the other thing was is, uh, I swear, Brian Johnson was calling plays for him in that fourth quarter. Dude, that QB draw was hilarious because the first text I got from my friend was like, did Brian Johnson make that call? I'm like, hey, yup. Yo, me too. I got a text from my boy. He was like a, he was like a Niners fan. He was, yo, your boy Brian Johnson going for the tie now? I'm like, oh, fuck, that hurts. Mm-hmm. You know what the worst part is? Is like, it that was totally just a bad snap and Milrow panicked. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the way, if you look at the route combination, the blocking scheme, there was, there was, it was like a, there was like a wedge. It wasn't even like they were trying, like there was no seams, no hole. Also, the one thing that stuck out to me early was that after that early interception by um, McCarthy, he didn't look that rattled. Also, I think Harbaugh's coaching kind of, the play calling kind of shifted after that pick. He's like, All right, maybe I'm not going to chuck everything at Alabama. Maybe we're going to play more conservative. But, Every time I looked up, Blake Horam just running like a madman possessed. It was in the Michigan D line looked phenomenal. I was like, oh, this is this kind of looks like last year's Eagles a little bit, just like running the football and getting after the quarterback. I was pretty impressed. No, exactly. And like what I like loved about yesterday's game was like it, Michigan was anticipating for this game. Like they they've been waiting to play Alabama. You know, they've and they lost the past couple years in the playoffs when they made it. Um, and they're, they were just in a rut. Um, and I'm, I'm in kind of like this position where, you know, I know people who are Alabama fans and I know people who are Michigan fans. So it's like, I'm never going to root for Alabama because I'm an LSU fan and that's a rival in the SEC. But 
I was happy to see my friends finally happy. They've been crying for the past couple of years saying, you know, we can't beat these dudes. We can't just contend with the SEC. But, dude, they came out with, like, another breed of fire. And McCarthy looked great. Um, I thought in OT, I'm like, all right, Pam is probably going to win this. It's going to be another hardball letdown. And then um, he might be on the hot seat. But um, they called that. And then they called that QB draw at the end of the game. And, I was just thinking, I'm like, yep, that's the story of the 2023-24 Eagles right there. It's just QB draws. Yes. Our story's not finished being written. This is this is not like – this. Is, okay, so, you know, I, I wanted to make it as long as possible, but I'm just getting so irritated. Like, we don't even have to go crazy. We can just I know. Say, here, well, so we'll, we'll just – I'll just say this. We'll go back to college. Boom. We have one more week where we get to play those annoying little pricks from the Meadowlands. And then – we get to go kick the fuck out of somebody who annoyed us because we're either getting Seattle. Oh, great. We're either going to get, um, I believe, the Bucks. We might play the if we lose. I mean, if I mean, if we don't win the division, I think we're probably going to play the Bucks. Yeah, in Tampa. Yeah, we're playing the Bucks. If we win, we're either getting the Seahawks. Oh my God, payback! Or we're getting the Rams. So either yeah. way, we get we get like a fun game, and then the best part about it is is that we actually have like listen, the Rams are going to be a, a, a an annoying game because Kyron Williams, but we get another crack at the Seahawks, right? Let's see, if we get the two seed, man. That's in Philly. I, you know what? Listen, I'm there. Anything can happen. It's guys, we we got a ticket to the dance. The sky's not falling. Yes, this week was unbearable, and but they're talking about fire next year, honey. Fucking morons, we got a fucking playoff game to go play at least. Like I, 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 Philadelphia media got so spoiled and entitled over. Well, that's the that's two years the ago. We were two years ago. We were the laughing stock of the league. We were throwing a game for a draft pick. Yeah. Yeah, and what I find like crazy is like um, the thing with Philadelphia media. I mean, given that I'm in Philadelphia all the time, I listen to ninety four one, ninety seven five, as you know, are the two most popular stations and sports stations in Philly. But it's just a lot of it's just a blame game thing. When you're right, when something's not going their way and something's not working out, it's it's like uh, we're just gonna blame the head coach. We're gonna blame Jalen. They always put like their top five you know, people or things to blame for the game. And it's, it's just. Can't blame Jalen. We played great. It's a headache. Jalen didn't play bad, dude. And I mean, if you want to chalk the blame on, on something or someone, I would, you know, the defense let up 30. It was our run defense. It was a play calling. Yeah. I'm not even mad about Keely Ringo because like, dude played lights out almost the entire game until that last fucking throw. But you know, here's the thing. And we'll, we'll go back to college football because I'd rather talk about that. Yeah. The sky's not falling. Guys, we have had way worse seasons going into the playoffs. Shy reminds you of 2009 where we had a loaded roster. We go in. We get our ass kicked by Dallas in the last game of the season, still in the division. Then we go in Then we go in, in Philadelphia, get our ass kicked by Dallas again. Back-to-back weeks. It's – we got to chill, okay? It's the sky is not falling. Yes, this is not good. Yes, this team needs, but we all don't need to be talking heads here, guys. Like there are there are good things about this roster, but I digress. Speaking of good things, 
holy fuck, Michael Penix Jr. Just, just like Dude. bowed it. Like everything looks effortless, and he's not rattled. He looks incredible, and I'm. And I kept saying this all year, and I, I, you know, the one year I got burnt, one week I got burned was, of course, uh, championship weekend when for some fucking reason I picked picked Oregon, right? I should have known when Matt picked against Oregon, I should have picked, oh, should have picked Washington. The biggest thing about this team that I love with Washington is they just sling the rock. There is no hesitation. That ball is up and it's out, and there is, and they run, they play physical. They remind and Cowherd actually made a good point today. They kind of remind me a little bit of a less showy, less like entertaining LSU. So you're gonna say that too. Well, they're um, just they just score a shit ton of points. Their defense ain't bad. They've got a lot of weapons and they play physical football. And they just they out they out toss the rock, man. Like you can't beat it. It's like it's I'm not. I'm pretty impressed by it. It's it's a really cool thing to see how like this team has just kind of become like a really cool part, I guess. Of um, I actually like legit will go out of my way to watch this Washington team, whereas like a lot of college football leaders past, like I'm like, eh, you know, whatever. Like last year in the playoff, dude, I don't even who, who was it? it was um. Jesus, it was Georgia, and it was TCU. like the TCU. Yeah, TCU was fun. So was Michigan, Ohio State, and Georgia. I wanted both teams not to win, but like you know, just because sick of. I hate watching repeat champions, unless they're my team, obviously, for obvious reasons. But you know, you, you talk about last year, like TCU is a fun team, but they were a fish out of water. Washington's the fun team, and they belong here. So. Dude, but Michael Penix last night, I, I swear, I don't know how he's not a top five pick in this year's draft. And I'm totally overreacting. But I watched him just fucking slice and dice that Texas secondary, dropping ball after ball perfectly in the bucket. And it just looked effortless. Didn't even care. The same Texas team who kept gave Alabama fits, gave a lot of teams in the uh, – gave uh, every team apparently except Oklahoma. It just – Penix looked impressive. McCarthy looked okay, if you want my quarterback report for Michigan. The star of Michigan was their defensive line and Blake Corum. Yep. But, uh, yeah, that's my reaction for yesterday's game. Matty, you've been pretty quiet over there. Yeah, no, I I, um, I enjoyed both games, obviously. Both games came within a one-possession um, final. Uh, it just didn't seem like Jalen Milrow could really get it going. He had 116 passing yards and a 45.1 QBR. And that was right after he had that press conference where he said he was approached by, you know, by coaches, um, it was Bill O'Brien. He said was asking him to uh, convert positions and laid out a bunch of positions for him. And you know, this was his way of saying, "Well, I'm in the na- I'm I'm on my way to the national championship uh, potentially." So, uh, you know, that should tell you all you need to know that I'm a quarterback. And then he comes out and he has a very weak performance. Um, it just didn't seem like they can really get it going. And Michigan came out and, like you said, Blake Quorum just stole that show along with that defense. Uh, McCarthy was fine, you know, nothing. He had his three touchdowns, which is obviously fantastic, but he had low end, um, low end passing yards, and he had a very good QBR. So he, he played well enough to get the job done. Blake Corn put that team on his back. He had um, 83 yards rushing for a touchdown, and he also had 35 yards receiving for another touchdown. Um, and then you go to the other game, 
And a lot of people just keep counting out Michael Penix. I mean, not everybody really thought he was going to beat Oregon. And not a lot of people thought he was going to come in and beat Texas. And he did both. And now he's on his way to the national championship. I mean, we've got a, a Michigan and a Washington championship game coming up. And I am so excited to see John Maharbaugh and the Timberwolves. The Wolverines. What is it? What are they? I'm still new to this. Said Timberwolves. The Wolverines. Wolverines. Wolves. There's it's the same family. And um and you got well, you got Washington coming in. It's I think it's gonna be a really fun game. And Michael Penix just put on a clinic, four hundred and thirty passing yards and two touchdowns, um, and he also had thirty one yards on the ground. Fantastic game. It's a lot of uh, just just a lot of little trickery going on. It just everything just worked. Everything that they did worked. I'm kind of surprised that Arch Manning didn't come in for a little bit because um, it also kind of looked like Quinn Ewers was kind of just not getting it done for them on that offense. There was just times where it just seemed like a little stalemate before they started to make a run at the end. But excited for this championship game coming up next Monday. Can't wait to uh, tune in. Oh, man, the boys are going to be lit for it. It's it's going to be a fun time, obviously. We're going to do our pregame show before the championship, so it's going to be a fun time. And also we're reacting, obviously, to week, um, week 18 of the NFL season will be coming up. But let's talk New Year's Six Balls for a second, boys. You know which game I want to talk about. Come on. So for the past, I don't know, month or so, has any team complained, made more of a stink about missing the playoff than Florida State? Now, I came on this show, and I said wholeheartedly that Florida State did not deserve to go to the national title. I said it for simply three reasons. As an ACC fan, I had to watch them also. Oh, by the way, Chris, I am so sorry. Before I finish this rant, what other thoughts did you have? Final thoughts on Alabama and Michigan? I completely forgot. I kind of cut you off before. Flourish. Oh, no, no, you're good. Um, I was just going to say Penix looked amazing. Um yeah, he had, what, 430 yards. He was 10 yards short of breaking the record for most passing yards in a semifinal behind Joe Burrow. I mean, I know Jaden Daniels won the Heisman, but, I mean, looking at, you know, how Penix has been performing and performing lately, I at the time I would have been mad if it went to Penix, but now it would have been very understandable. I mean, he killed it. I was rooting for the Horns. Um because again, I watched like three Matthew McConaughey movies this past weekend. So, so I was reading the horns. Um, also, Molly McGrath, I know you're married, a hot sideline reporter. Um, I'm 6'2. Uh, I love long walks on the beach. And, you know, I go to the gym on the regular. So if you want to hit my line, hit me up, uh, Chris, AKA Blackout Chrissy at Corner Booth Pod. Um, other than that, that's all I got, guys. So. <laughs> Also loves I'm WWE. Nice to WrestleMania tickets. I love it. Oh, and I got WrestleMania tickets. <laughs> there you go. Oh, Isn't uh, Justin Herbert dating one of those sideline reporters? I feel like she, he is. Chris, we need research. <laughs> All right. Boom. On it. Molly McGrath. Use your phone. Is. Remember how many times you left the show loud? No, this works this time. I, okay. Trust me. Trust me. Because last time, I don't... I don't know what was happening. Anytime I clicked open a new tab, it just kicked me out of the stream. I was like, okay. All right, also, Justin shout out to Kelsey for filling in for Matt this week. Justin Herbert. Shout out to young Kelsey. Okay, so young her Kelsey. name, Justin Herbert's girlfriend is, so if you just type in Justin Herbert's girlfriend, 
So, so it says Taylor uh, Bisciotti. Um, and it just tells you she, her height. She's 5'8". So um, I'm going to need some high heels, guys. All because, kids. Yeah, I won't. I won't Wait, be Chris, you're, you're, I thought you were five. I think you're at least 5'8". I'm 5'10", but like I, I honestly, being next to her, I would feel pretty short. So, so oh wait, no, I'm six foot. Molly McGrath, I'm six foot, and I got WrestleMania tickets, and um, I go to the gym on the regular. Yeah, he might have, um, he might have shrank two inches since he last told you, but that's just because it's cold outside and shrinkage, and you know, with men, you kind yeah, of get smaller. I drank an insane amount of coffee and I smoked cigarettes because I didn't believe that the shrinking myth could work, and it did. Okay. <laughs> that's george costanza he knows yeah i mean listen it could be it could be worse right all right new year six man how about them dogs how about them dogs man them I'm, dogs. Not, I'm not a big georgia fan but i love all the georgia bulldogs because of obviously you know my dog jalen carter nolan smith who missed an easy fucking sack Maybe Josh Sweat was just so upset about Florida State getting at his ass with their ass whooped. That's why he missed the sack to to stop that game-saving touchdown. Chris, I just felt like that game, like we were meant to lose that game. Like everything just went their way. That's that was kind of my vibe the entire game. Like we were meant to lose this game. Like there, there was, was like was everything crazy. broke the Cardinals' way, and it wasn't even like bad calls. It was like, oh, oh, that sucks. Oh, that sucks even worse. Oh my god, no. It was it was a good thing I was drinking um, because you know I was also looking at fantasy football so I was into the Eagles game but also I was looking at uh I'll talk about my my go Karen Williams after the you know when we do the one sentence game but um yeah it, you're right everything looked like it was going their way um I mean again I don't I'm not gonna put a huge rant on the Eagles but when you allow thirty plus points against a four win football team and a, and a coach who just got fired from here or well just left here is unbearable it's okay it's okay just let it breathe okay you know what i think we needed to be humiliated for somebody actually to give a fuck on a defense anyway um speaking of humiliated florida state holy fuck. how about it no <laughs> all right y'all know i am a big miami hurricanes fan right and so the biggest thing about all this oh god kevin stop it <laughs> <laughs> he, he did say he will speak to the media tomorrow too. Yeah. He just you know tweeted. What the problem is? All right. I'm I'm team AJ Brown. Fuck Philly media. Y'all are the worst. Y'all are I've, I've been a part of the Philadelphia media circuit for two and a half years now. I don't know how I got thrown into this, but apparently a lot of the Eagles uh, uh, like a lot of Eagles met mem- mem- like media members follow me or I follow them. Not like like John Clark and all the guys who were actually like work for the legit networks, but like E Rock. And the boys over at the Liberty lineup. I have a, apparently I'm part of Eagles Twitter, like how like Kev's part of Gum Twitter for Alabama. Um, yeah, y'all a bunch of assholes. All right, like leave AJ alone. The reason he doesn't talk is you guys take all of his quotes out of context, and that's the worst part about it. So I'm TJ, Team AJ Brown. I, I'm in solidarity with number eleven. I, I'm done with the fucking Philadelphia media. Y'all are a bunch of spoiled little pricks. We were two years removed from a train wreck of a season. You should thank Sirianni and the gods above and Nick and Howie Roseman and Jalen Hurts for resurrecting this franchise to being a contender. We still have a shot at winning the division, and we are making the playoffs. So shut the fuck up. Sit down. Yes, our defense was terrible. Just talk about that. 
if I hear one more fire Nick Sirianni or AJ Brown is the problem, no, Brian Johnson's the fucking problem. And Nick Sirianni's offense is the fucking problem. He should have brought Frank Reich in three weeks ago. I don't care if it looks bad. It is bad. So stop. All right. All right. Moving on. I'm done. I'm done ranting. Thank you, Kevin, for derailing hot part of our show. Love you, buddy. Um, I was going to say, by the way, dude, I was just looking at, uh, and I just went on YouTube to check out like our live, whatever. And like the thumbnail for a second was just me scratching my nose. So <laughs> yeah, I didn't do a thumbnail for this week. Our Tuesday <laughs> shows, I, I just kind of do whatever the YouTube decides, but can we talk about the fact that Florida state had what 20 plus players opt out? Yeah. And they even got- I opted out of the game. <laughs> I didn't even want to watch. Okay. Like, so, thought- okay. So full disclosure, one of my friends, she's going through a rough time. Her and her uh, husband are getting separated and divorced. And um, me and my friends went to go help her move out, right? I get home. I turn on my TV. Them fuckers are smacking George. I'm like, <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm giggling. Oh, my God. I'm loving life right now. I'm doing cartwheels down the fucking road. And my mom's like, why are you laughing like a fucking hyena? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Mom, it, it's like watching the Cowboys get Molly. Like, there's only three rosters or programs I hate in, in sports. The Dallas Cowboys, Los Angeles Dodgers, and the Florida State Seminoles. This was perfect. This made us losing to Rutgers in the whatever the fuck it was bowl. Perfect. Okay? This made me so fucking happy. Because here's the thing. Florida State was not a good team. The ACC is a terrible fucking conference, which is corrupt and plays favorites. The reason the ACC will never get any better is because the conference plays favorites. Not like we think it plays favorites with Alabama, because it really doesn't. It plays favorites towards Clemson and Florida State. It always has, and it always will. It hates schools like Miami and and North Carolina State who play a little more physical, who are a little more grimy, and who really just get after the football and play like a different style of ball. Teams like that get fucked on calls. Or last year, how, um, you know, they, they kind of predetermined their winner. Like last two years ago, it was Kenny Pickett. It was kind of like the it crowd, right, while Clemson was having a down year. The ACC fucking sucks. I can't wait for the conference to implode. Um, I will happily take a seven-win season in the SEC over playing with these <laughs> shit birds up in the ACC. Fuck them. Um, I, I honestly, hey, fuck it. Let's resurrect the old Big East. Let's do it. ACC is a garbage can conference. Um, but that being said, Miami lost because their quarterback, who's a true freshman, shattered his forearm on the game tying drive. So we had to put Tyler Van Doofus in, who on the first snap throws a fucking interception. Also, they barely beat fucking Boston College. Okay. Miami beat Boston College by 30. I know I was there. Boston College is not a good football team. They're getting better. And listen, they, they pulled a great upset in their bowl season. Of course, congrats to the Eagles, man. They, they played well. They're, they got a lot of fire. But here's the kicker, right? I don't understand. Like, everyone's like, oh, they're undefeated. They deserve to be in. No, 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 no. It has never been who deserves. It's the best four teams. Deserves is what was the fucking BCS. Okay, we started the college football playoff, so the best four teams got in. And the best four teams, give or take, Georgia might have been in over Texas, but whatever, that's just my opinion. It was Alabama, Texas, 
Washington, Michigan. And then if you really want to cut nails, it was then Georgia at five, in my opinion, Oregon at six, and then the shitheads from Tallahassee at seven. I'm sick of this crap. Can we stop it now? Can we stop your bitching and moaning? Where are all these lawsuits? If you guys came out and fought like hell and gave Georgia a run, right? You lost by three points, lost by seven, even fuck it, lost by 10. I'd say, you know what? Georgia fought, played hard. Florida State, good for you. Respect is earned. But you fuckers made me hate you even more because you guys made a stink of the cultural media for the last six weeks about who we deserve to be in. We would have been in. If Jordan Travis was when you guys still would have gotten smoked by 30 by whoever you played. It doesn't matter. You guys were a garbage can team who had a couple of good players. And it just shows you guys are a mercenary system of transfer portal guys. And then Georgia just kicked your head in. And it proves my point once again. The transfer portal is not how you win. It's how you get over the hump. How you win is you build your foundation and then you get transfers in. You bring in the mercenaries to find out the roster. But how you recruit is how you win. And no smoke detectors. Florida State proved <laughs> once and for all that you cannot win through the transfer portal. You can win a conference through it against a garbage can Louisville team who barely. God, their quarterback is fucking terrible. He almost um, said I that. Oh my god! <laughs> well, I, I, had I, do, I had to do a screen to make sure I wasn't going to set anything off. Oh my god! And also, you know, like the fact, oh, we beat LSU in the first game of the season. Now, you said it before. They said if you would have played LSU in the middle of the season, they probably would have got their ass kicked. By Dude, if they smoked played LSU them. in week three, oh. they would have gotten smoked. Yeah. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. I just as an LSU fan with no we bias. put this to bed. Mike Dorvell is not a good coach. He's gotten the program back because honestly, I don't even. I think it was Willie Taggart was the coach before that. He destroyed that program. Um, congratulations, you're now a mid tier ACC team who had a good quarterback. Ugh. Oh yeah, Oregon's thumped Liberty. By the way, <laughs> and um, let's see, Penn State <coughs> uh, lost, lost to Ole Miss. Shocker. Yeah. Um, what are they? The Sharks, the Rebels, the Fighting Joey Freshwaters. I don't know. Um, not to be, not to be that guy, but LSU beat Wisconsin and fucking Mizzou <laughs> beats Ohio State. <laughs> I mean, Ohio State, no quarterback, but still, it's just funny. Um, did Quinn Ewers uh declare or is he staying? He's staying. That's why Malik he's Murphy, not- that's why Malik Murphy might transfer after uh, my yeah. transfer this week. I guess Arch Manning is probably like, all right, whatever. We'll take you in Miami, brother. They'll probably have you pay at least three or four million dollars and have Rick Ross sign all your checks for you and everything else. Speaking of Rick Ross, sound effects. Speaking of Rick Ross, I just tried the wing stop near my house. Fire. Oh, did you tell him the Pistons one? No. I I tried that one here. I was like, yeah, the Pistons one. Can I get five free wings? They're like, this isn't Detroit. I'm like, but I'm a fan. <laughs> I, I actually know a Pistons fan. Um, right here, but um, oh, yeah, <laughs> no one. No, I'm just kidding. To, uh, to Wingstop, yeah, I am. <laughs> yeah, Wingstop. I was like, I just I showed up in um, a Dennis Rodman jersey. I guess that's for Arch Manning, he's that's a nice jersey. I guess for Arch Manning, um, you know, he's probably just stay. 
he might even play next year if Quinn Ewers gets hurt or if he if it doesn't pan out. But um, he still has his junior senior year at least, so it's not like he's losing out on like too many of his starting years. But I just want to see that kid play. That's the one quarterback I'm waiting to see play. Yeah, I just want to see him and like I was saying earlier, him and McConaughey have like a crossover, just like horns. <laughs> he up. appears in one of his link. He appears in one of his Lincoln commercials. Yeah, he's like in the front seat, and he's like, uh, "All right, all right, all right, just get out. <laughs> just one <laughs> over to the right." <laughs> he said, "Destination's on your right." <laughs> I love it. Oh my god! All right. Any other New Year's Six bowls that stood out to you? Honestly, like LSU Wisconsin, the only thing that stood out to me was Tyler Van Dufus was on the Wisconsin sideline. In a in number ten jersey, I'm like, all right, fuck you. But like, I've never like hated a transfer more. I'm like, dude, like I I was happy you left, but still, go fuck yourself for all your soft boy attitude. Like, but oh god, this was just a weird weekend. Thank God, yesterday gave us like amazing college football. And as it, oh, by the way, if you guys didn't realize what the name of this title of this episode is, it goes, thank God it's 2024. And uh, a quote by a certain Eagles head coach that I love, and now I might get tattooed on my forehead. It's it's the the quote is GTFU, get the fuck up. I'm getting no regrets, but I'm getting like you know the one with like what four or five spelling errors. Yeah, backwards are go yeah. full Russian with it. Yeah, I love it. Mm. I'm gonna get no, a giant I- cursive respect right on my forearm. Don't I like that. Down. I was gonna get one of those like welcome mat signs where it's like live, laugh, love. I was gonna get it on my rib. I was gonna say welcome Mets on across your tailbone. <laughs> yeah, like here's where home is or something like that. Or, yeah, one of those Hallmark cards. Oh my god. You know the worst part? Chris, do you have any tattoos? No, I um I I'll pass out if I get needled up. So no. Nah. Yeah, I I mean I'm mad I know. Well, how many you got? Three, four? No, I've got uh oh yeah. One, two. Yeah, four. Well Yeah, I got I have three, but one was a two-parter. So I have a half sleeve here, arrowhead here, which I actually kind of regret because I'm only like an eighth Irish and I'm like more Scottish than anything else. And it's a Celtic arrowhead. And then I have the, uh, everyone knows the Island of Martha's Vineyard and I'm getting another one here in February. So very excited about that. Um, I was going to get like on like my back, like my upper back, like, what um Hogwarts house I'm attached to. So like, I'm, I'm a Raven, I'm a Ravenclaw, you know, on my like, you know, left shoulder. Takes, takes the Hogwarts quiz, gets Hufflepuff. Yeah. <laughs> Those were the good seeds, dude. Dude, listen, here's the thing is I and and this is something I said the other day and my boy goes, we I was at a bar a couple weeks ago or maybe it was maybe two oh, months ago now shit. Um and some girl was saying how she like, oh my god, I love Harry Potter. And I'm like, oh, Lord of the Rings is a superior franchise. And she goes, what? I'm like, J.K. Rowling ripped off Star Wars. J.R. Tolkien ripped off history. Tell her if she needs a guy, I got a phone case. Oh my god, it's a temporary. No, that was from Halloween, but I uh, forgot to take it off and put my my old uh, plain blue one back on, but. Um, yeah, I bought this shitty knockoff of what my buddies have, like his armored case today. So it's cool because it's got a camera stopper. Iron, <laughs> Man Iron Man designed that? Oh, my God. No, but it's like it's just it looks cool. It looks cool, but it's like it's like kind of shitty and there's no bumper protection on the front. So 
I'm kind of like protecting myself from dropping this thing. But honestly, like, listen, my last case lasted me a year before it even started cracking. So that's pretty good for an $8 case. But now I actually legit argue with this chick about for five minutes why Lord of the Rings is better than Harry Potter. And she got really upset. And I told her, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Did I hurt your feelings? I, I don't care. She was very attractive too. I just did not give a fuck. I'm like, I had a couple of drinks and I went full Sheldon from Big Bang Theory for about 35 seconds. My Lord of the Rings is superior. I heard that, uh, or I think I saw a trailer that Harry Potter's coming back. Like they're redoing the series again. Uh, See, this is this, I know it's better. They won't redo Lord of the Rings because it was perfect. They'll redo Harry Potter because Ron's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, dude, Ron is a weenie, dude. He is such a weenie. Well, uh, no, I, I think there was a comedian who actually literally like said, like, listen. J.K. Rowling didn't write a masterpiece. She wrote Star Wars with shittier lightsabers. It just wants it. And it's just like, no, she. It, the guy literally goes, it, it says, yeah, a, a, a orphan with born with mysterious powers is visited by the same bearded stranger, Hagrid, Obi-Wan Kenobi, who dropped him off with his aunt and uncle. His uncle doesn't like the fact that he has all these magical powers. He's then trained by a more powerful wizard, Yoda, or Dumbledore, who looks like they're high all the time. And then on top of that, is chased by a person and the enemy of the whole series who is somebody who's been in his life his entire... who's been like an enemy his entire life. And on top of that, he's friends with a uh, a female who has an odd sexual tension that they end up just becoming friends because she falls for the comic relief, a.k.a. Han Solo, a.k.a. Ron Weasley. It literally writes itself. And I was like, holy shit! Rocket science. Yeah, Hartmani, like I was saying on the show, I'm six foot. I got WrestleMania tickets, and I'm and I go to the gym on the regular. Do you want to just but, shout uh, out to Emma Watson because she is single and she quit acting? She's gorgeous. Oh, really? I didn't know she did that. Yeah, she quit she acting. Quit, allegedly, she quit acting. That's what somebody, a buddy of mine, told me. She was, yeah, she didn't act anything for two years now. You, you got the inside scoop. She's got to have. I know. A lot of hair money. That's the weirdest thing. Like, I have just friends who know shit. It's, it's, it's a, it's a gift and a curse. I don't know where. Like, I, I, I can't get a friend to help me like change a tire sometimes. But I know somebody who knows some shit. Yeah. I feel that. No, I'm kidding. I got about five people I can call, and they'll be like, "Yeah, I'll be there in an hour." No, oh, I thought you were gonna say I got five people that know Emma Watson quit acting. Oh, like, that would have been wild. Like, oh, you really do have your sources. Yeah, I was like, shit, man, you're like the Adam Schefter. No, I actually, actually confirmed by like IMDb because they were talking about like stars. It was like some videos on like TikTok. I was like, oh, char- stars from your childhood to quit acting. And number one was Emma Watson. Like, holy fuck. Yeah, I get all my info from Wikipedia. That's the most creative stuff. <laughs> I thought you got all your info from like WikiLeaks. Wiki, yeah, yeah, that too. All I right. get all my info from those posts on Facebook that you just share without opening first. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, and this yeah, is why Matt has all those funny viruses. Yeah. Yeah, I got I got duped during COVID. They sent me the uh they're like, Oh my god, there's a hurricane that's gonna uh oh, my favorite was uh that, that anonymous text talking about how they were gonna go into martial law on like March tenth, twenty twenty. Yeah. Oh well when I when I clicked the link, it was just a naked dude, and I was like, Oh, Oh no, my buddy sent me that about um it was uh, my buddy Dom sent me that about like some like sports star dying randomly in his fifties and it's just the dude, the port the guy from the porn vid- the famous porn video, whatever, just dog hand. I'm like, go fuck yourself, dude. Okay. It's all right, that dude's all that that same friend is teaching me how to play guitar, so I'm not complaining. <clears throat> I'm 
Shout out Rock Band. <laughs> guitar. Yeah, bro. guitar's a lot harder than Rock Band, Chris. I found that out the other day when I started. I, I got my my I got my guitar on Friday, and I'm just like, oh, this is challenging. All right, we're good. Yeah, I, I randomly strummed for like an hour, and I was just like, well, this is interesting. Um, all right. We have not talked any NFL ball yet. So, Maddie, you ready to crank this out? We'll do about maybe a 20, 20 minute, one sentence game, and we'll kind of finish our final thoughts of the day. I got you. I got it open, ready to go. There we go. All right. Let us roll and rip. All right, Mr. Chrissy, we're going to give you the Saturday main event game the Cowboys and the Lions. Cowboys and Lions. Um, you know, there's, there's a thing in the NFL is getting too aggressive and, uh, Dan Campbell's, because that's what I usually call him, usually um, delivers. But um, the first time it worked, flag. Second time it, it didn't work, flag. Third time, let's just kick the extra point. Let's get a little OT football for us. But um, I was hoping the, the Lions would win this because it would help the Eagles. But it no, actually it wouldn't help us because then we wouldn't get the number two seed. Oh, you're right, because because the Lions would win out. If you know they won this week and or won this past week and this but upcoming week, nobody fucking cares. We came with the goddamn Cardinals. Yep, that's fair. All right, Jared, you've got the the Sunday kickoff game: the Ravens destroying the Miami oh, Dolphins and securing shit. the number one seed in the AFC. I I spent um, New Year's Eve uh, part of my friend group. Uh, Leanne, she is a big. Big Ravens fan showed up in a hacksaw jersey. I'm talking the full stitched Terrell Suggs. I was like, all right, I see you, girl. We're like, her and her girlfriend show up. They're both wearing Ravens purple. I'm like, all right, y'all, y'all having a good day, huh? And she goes, listen, we should have killed them harder. Because I said this from the beginning. You guys know, you guys can repeat it verbatim. Guys, what do the Dolphins struggle with? Beating good teams. Physical yeah. fucking teams. Oh, I didn't. I didn't understand the assignment on that point. I, yeah, it's okay. Physical problem. teams is what the Dolphins have struggled with all year. I should write that down. Every fucking game <laughs> they've lost has been to a team. Even you can even count the Raiders because it was a six point win. Any team that has a super physical mantra mentality or even just players, the Dolphins either struggle, barely beat, or lose to. They don't beat – they beat the fuck at it. Like, the Broncos are just the defeated teams. That one doesn't really count because they consider themselves physical, but they're not really. <clears throat> Philadelphia, offensive, line, offensive and defensive line punch you in the mouth. Good good physical corners. I'm actually – you know what, Chris? I actually kind of happy Slay's coming back this week. Mr. McCarthy. Hello, Mr. McCarthy. I picked you guys to beat the Patriots this week. Don't you, let me down. <clears throat> That is one game I want to win. Yeah, right. Break the streak, right? Um, well, I shot no credentials required. Check them out. I believe they're going. They just, they're going live in about four minutes. Um, shout out to my boy Dustin and my boy Mr. Ryan. Also, uh, yeah, just God, the Dolphins. Just look, Ravens are my Super Bowl champs. Just, just my heart tells me Philadelphia. My gut and my brain tell me, um. Uh, Baltimore. So there you go. Lamar Jackson. Gets a, Lamar Jackson gets a ball. Uh, Lombardi. My head and my heart tells me Cleveland. Shout out, shout out, Browns, dude. Sacco Flacco. Flacco. What a good transition too, because I got the Jets Browns game. 
this is a game that I fully expected to not win. Um, even with an old man Joe Flacco on that field with this Jets defense, I just knew that you know Trevor Simeon's playing at the end of the day. I mean, this is a team that averages 110 yards um, passing allowed per home game in uh, the Browns defense. And so I heavily took the under on Trevor Simeon's passing. Obviously, it did not pan out. But it turned out to be a fun game at first, you know, back and back scoring. I thought, oh, maybe this is a feisty team that's going to play spoiler. And no, it did not happen. So shout out to the Browns. They've secured a playoff spot. Old man Joe Flacco out there having fun. Looks good. Like he can still play. We'll see what he does in January. Um, Mr. Chris, you are going to get the New England Patriots-Buffalo Bills game. Oh, Pats and Bills. Um. This game was like kind of weird to me because I thought the Patriots were completely out of it, and then they came. They had a, like a little comeback, and then the Bills kind of shut the door. Um, but I don't, I don't know what to make of this because I played the Bills defense, and they were smoking me in the first, uh, the first quarter. I think they had like twenty five points already. Um, I think they had, they had three interceptions on on Zappinen. Um but I, I, the Bills are going to make the playoffs. Uh, they're 4-0 since, I believe, McDermott's tragedy speech. So, I guess tragedy <laughs> wins football games. Okay, so should Nick Sirianni, like, talk about something national tragedy to, like, get us to win games? Like, is this a real thing right now? Yeah, maybe he should bring up, like, I don't know, like, you know, the Benghazi one. Yeah. Pearl Harbor. Yeah, Pearl Harbor. Jesus. Yeah. Just go with, the, go with the big one. Yeah, I was gonna say let's let's talk about like the bat, you know, the Battle of Dunkirk or something, and let's go win a football. That game. had no, I that had no like connection with Americans, but good job, Chris. I I know I've I've seen the movie, great movie, um, but just just anything, just just talk about a tragedy. I don't know. Ah, uh, Jared, you are moving on. I'm gonna give you the Bears Falcons game. Bears are good, maybe. Uh, the Bears should not get rid of Justin Fields. Um, hmm. Yeah, no. Like Caleb Williams is going to be the next Ryan Leaf. I it just this kid is just everything gives me red flags. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that meme from TikTok of like the Lego Star Wars movie where Waddles in the back are going red flag, get your red um, flags, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, everything Caleb. in this kid's career says red flags to me. I'm just like, okay, clearly his teammates don't like him. You heard all of his teammates after uh, Moss tossed, like, what? What? Five touchdowns against Louisville, who had, like, an elite defense? Um, Kids, like, kids, like, doing all this crazy shit, doing the fuck Utah. Like, everything about Caleb Williams bugs me. (laughs) He looks like a more talented, more game-ready Johnny Manziel. Oh, excuse me. That's fair. All right, I got Carolina. Mental insecurity as I got hiccups now. There you go. I got I got Carolina and Jacksonville. Um, even without Trevor Lawrence, the Panthers can't they can't put up a put up a good game. They can't score points. They can't win. And even with even with firing the head coach, and you've got C.J. Beathard led Jaguars twenty six to zero. And Bryce Young continues to struggle, continues to not look like that number one pick that we all thought we would see from Alabama. Carolina is the new Browns. I didn't want to be that guy, but I saw an anonymous text over the weekend from C.J. Beathard saying, if you didn't Venmo the former intern about 10 Gs, you weren't going to win your upset pick. And then they got shot out. 
Not to be that guy, but Bather, the Bather curse is real. Hey, hey, Bethel, I still, I'm still what now? Seven points up on you? Go fuck yourself. Right? <laughs> Did you, do you like how I started that too? I said, "Hey, all you cool cats and kittens." I was like, <laughs> I was like, just, just Bemo the intern, ten G's. I'll be a happy guy for the weekend. <laughs> um, that's funny, but. Listen, Bryce Young continues to struggle, and they uh, listen. The, the Panthers gave up a lot to get this kid, and they fired their head coach his first year with them. They fired a lot of the staff this first year, so now he's going to have to learn a whole new offense, whole new coaching staff. And then you have an owner who's throwing his drink on opposing fans and is getting three hundred thousand dollars fines for it. So it is just an absolute shit show in Carolina. And you know what? I think Jared, you perfectly said it. I think Carolina is the new as the new Cleveland Browns of this generation right now. What we call in the biz, it's a lot of it's a lot of jagging off. Oh you gosh, you're in timeout. You're in timeout. Done. This guy. All right. Well, we'll, we'll skip Chris. And we'll go right to Jared. Uh, you've got the Raiders Colts game coming up. Yeah, listen. I, I, did anybody just drop off like the Raiders did? I swear to God. Like this is what I get. I bet against the Raiders, I lose. I bet with the Raiders, I lose. I oh, except for Christmas Day. God bless. Um. I bet with the Colts, I lose. I bet against them, I lose. This game was going to fuck me either way. So you guys would have been smart to bet against me and take the Colts here, which you both were. Congratulations. Um, Yeah, no. Uh, fuck both teams. I hate both of you. Um, That being the Raiders and the Colts, I don't hate you, Chris, or hate you, uh, Mr. Matt. I just, I'm just done with this shit. I, 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 I hate both these teams for betting purposes. I got fucking killed this week because of these idiots. Fair enough. Um, Chris, I'm going to go down to you. You've got CJ Stroud's return and a big win over the Tennessee Titans. Um, the, yeah, the Titans got stopped. Uh, just, I, Ryan Tannehill is the most frustrating quarterback in the NFL. Um, I, I cry. I mean, they're not going to make the playoffs, but anytime they make the playoffs, I just cry because, like, they just find a way to just choke. Um, Stroud gang's back. Stroud boys are back in biz. Um, I'm hoping they make the playoffs. I'm not sure how the AFC wilds card is looking like right now, or they might be tied with the Jags right now for the division or a game behind. I'm not sure how the AFC what, or South is rolling. But, um, yeah, good win for the uh, Stroud boys. You yeah, right, were sitting right. on that one, weren't you? What? The Stroud boys, really? Yeah, the Stroud, yeah, Stroud well, boys. I mean, Stroud boys. I mean, look at all three of us. A couple Stroud boys. Jesus. You want to know something? The Texans are in third place in that division. Saturday is for the Stroud boys. It goes uh, Jackson, well, Jacksonville, Indianapolis, and Houston in that order are tied at 9-7 and seven with Jacksonville in first place right now in that division. Tennessee is obviously five and eleven eliminated from. Who does Jacksonville play this week? They play. Oh my god! Let's see, the Jaguars play the oof, the Tennessee Titans. Easy game. I'm just. They play the Titans. Colts and Texans play each other Saturday. Give me the. So that'd be a big game. Give me the Texans there. I'm just thinking when I come back from the six pack, dude. I'm gonna have like a half Flacco, half CJ Beathard jersey. Just hanging on the wall behind me. I'm be like, these are the two guys who just won me the six pack. Bet on that. I, I don't know if it uh, alters any of your guys' picks or not, but that is going to be a Indianapolis home game. Don't matter Ooh. to me. 
Listen, where's that? Where's that cigarette? Where's the cigarette meme? With can I get a meme of CJ Stroud smoking a cigarette? Don't matter. Fucking Texans win. I'll see if I can Photoshop that. Just him ripping like a Marble Red or something like. That. Nah, give him a full on like, like Parliament like straight. Let's let's make this as, as trashy as possible. Okay. They call them victory cigs. All righty. <laughs> Got right, I got the I got the Rams and the Giants game. Um, I, honestly, I was very, very oh sorry, I just tripped over my words. Very surprised about this game. I did not expect the Giants to play as hard as they did. I didn't think this was going to be a close game at all. I thought the Rams would probably run away with a high twenties, low thirties to pretty much like a one, like seven to ten points. I didn't think this was going to be a big game at all. Um, Tyrod also left, I think, like twice with injuries. Came back. Um, looks like the Tommy DeVito era in New York is over. Most likely would be the QB two next year, but Show I don't think it's going to be that. Yeah, that, that was that was a fun five weeks. Even I'm a Jets fan, that was a fun five weeks to see on TV. That whole city just needed something. But uh, Rams clinch a playoff spot in the wild card. Giants obviously eliminated. Um, very good game overall. Tyrod played well, but um, Rams came out on top on that one. Shout out to them. Uh, Jared, I hate to do it to you, but I'm going to give you the Eagles Cardinals game. Um, Jalen Hurts looked great. Julio Jones, two touchdowns. The old man kicking ass. Um, I said this in a tweet. The Eagles would have been more productive in the second half having the defense run sprints on the other side of the field while the Cardinals ran offensive plays. Um, The biggest problem right now is a lack of leadership on defense. I think Darius Slay coming back this week will help. Um, The issue is not Shaq Leonard. The issue is they have no Zach Cunningham. He is the motor of that defense. Uh, he hopefully is back this week. Uh, Matt Patricia, Sean Desai, and Brian Johnson. Johnson should be demoted. Desai and uh, Patricia should be jettisoned into outer space. Nick Sirianni should be given, like, I don't know, smacked in the back of the head with a wooden spoon. But that's about it. Um, he's Italian. He'll get it. Um, yeah, that's it. Jalen Hurts looked great, though. Also, congrats to DeAndre Swift, first career 1,000-yard season. They should do, like, the old stoplight routine, like, when you're on out your school when, like, you're in trouble. Like, Sirianni should be on yellow. And then, like, Brian Johnson should be on red. Like, yo, I'm calling your parents. No, Brian Johnson <laughs> should be on red. And, like, what what's worse than red? Like, just, like. Um, oh, yeah. Dude, you're worse than red, dude. <laughs> you shouldn't be going to this school, man. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, I can uh, I can attest those wooden spoons don't feel good. Um, Chris, I got you with the Saints Buccaneers game. Ooh, Saints are coming. Um, good oh, song, God. by the way. Shout out Green Day, you too. Um, Derek can drive my car, dude. He's awesome, um, Mister Forehead Car. I mean, it was a good divisional game. Um, so now there's a tie for the NFC South, the most depressing division in the NFL right now. Um, I thought the Bucs were going to win. I always pull for Baker. He's always, you know, he's been a good story ever since he's gotten to the NFL. Um, but uh, I I always seem to get these Saints games, and I'm running out of things to say with the Saints, so I'll just go with a uh, good win for the uh, you know, boys in gold. Yeah, that division's interesting too because you got uh, Tampa Bay and New Orleans are tied at eight and eight, like you said, and then you have the Atlanta Falcons who aren't eliminated yet and they're seven and nine. So maybe a win with them and maybe double losses by the other two could possibly shoot Atlanta up there. But that's another interesting, um, interesting division that's going to play out next week. Yeah, um, I've 
I've got the 49ers and the Commanders. Uh, just I think I'm just more surprised that the uh, Niners didn't run that score up a little higher than it was. Um, Washington is just – it was a nice story for the first three or four weeks, but Sam Howell's not the guy. Ron Rivera's not the coach. Um, and ownership has a lot to do after that sale. So um, shout out to the Niners clinching the number one, uh, number one seed in the NFC and um, obvious victory over the Commanders. Uh, Jared, I'm going to give you the Mason Rudolph miracle game for the Pittsburgh Steelers win over the Seattle Seahawks. You know what? This just annoys the hell out of me even more. We lost to this doofus. Um, the Mason Rudolph Renaissance truly means we are in the darkest timeline. My man drops and <laughs> drops an alleged end bomb at miles at miles Garrett and still is chucking rocks. Also, this just shows how bad Kenny Pickett is. Mile Mason Rudolph, who is his, who is like awful as a quarterback, is single handedly bringing George Pickens back into the top ten of receiving yards and <laughs> making like this Steelers offense functional. This just shows how bad Kenny Pickett is. Like Pittsburgh is down bad. Pittsburgh college football not pittsburgh pro football but yeah like like holy shit man and pittsburgh guarantees another winning season congratulations yeah it'll be um it'll be kind of interesting to see how uh how they play next week if mason rudolph has another good game uh if they'll be in better hands with him going into the playoffs if they'll try and go back to kenny pickett when he's healthy um chris i got you with the chiefs Bengals game they started off a little promising but my upset pick did not prevail he said, oh, I was going to do my Pat Mahomes impression, but he's like, uh, he's, he's like, yeah, that play of the game, you can't really make that type of call. Um, <laughs> fucking Kermit. <laughs> um, I had, <laughs> yeah, I was in the championship week for a fantasy. I had Mahomes. He had five points within the first drive. They scored a touchdown. And I think he ended up with 12. So, I mean, they had the, I guess, the most 2023 Chiefs year. Where, you know, very impressive first quarter, second half doesn't really do much. Um, I know uh, who's the who's the one beast they have on the defense? Is it Chandler, Chandler Jones, Chris Jones? Is his Chris name? Jones. Chris Chandler's Jones. Chandler is in a mental health asylum, hopefully. Guy needs I am. Okay. <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong C word. But um, he was like talking crap to like Jamar Chase, you know, post game on on their Instagram, I saw he was like, he was just mouthing off about him. I'm like, dude, if, you know, the Bengals had Joe Burrow, it would be a completely different story, I'll tell you right now. But it's not here or there. But Chiefs won the division for the eighth consecutive year in a row. Good for them. Um, we'll see what they do in the playoffs. They'll probably surprise us like they usually do. And, you know, that's it. There you go. I got the Broncos Chargers game. Uh, Jared Stidham comes in for Russell Wilson being benched and wins that game for him 16 to 9. Broncos are 8 and 8, but they are eliminated from playoff contention. Uh, been a really weird week with Denver uh, with Russell Wilson and everything. I guess he was approached in October about having his uh, contract reconstructed. And if he did not want to do so, they were going to bench him for the last couple weeks of the year. And uh, I guess they stayed true to their word. And it, it seems like Russell Wilson's out the door. I mean, I don't know how you bench him for the last couple weeks of the year. And, you know, you're going to just pay him that $37 million if he, you know, gets to that, that uh, physical in March. But it looks like his time's done in Denver. Um, I think I call, I think I might have said in the beginning, or maybe it was last year, I didn't think he was going to make it out of Denver after that year. But 
Uh, I wonder if this is just, you know, the players don't get along with him. I know he was kind of weird in Seattle, like, having, you know, players reach out to his agents or his management in order to contact him. Or maybe it was just Sean Payton just did not want him as his quarterback. So we'll see what happens with him next year. But Broncos improved 8-8 eight eight on a surprisingly impressive season, in my opinion. I didn't think they were going to be that well at all this year. Um, and then Jared will have you rounded out with the last game of the week, Packers and Vikings. I watched all of 10 minutes of this game, but this game went as completely as expected. Uh, the Packers are the definition of a good mid-team. <clears throat> Jordan Love will probably lead into a playoff berth this year and possibly one next year. Congratulations, Green Bay. You are now officially a middle-of-the-road franchise, which honestly isn't bad considering the fact the rest of your division besides Detroit is going to be middle or terrible. So, Yeah. That's all I got. Honestly, the Packers to me, just everything is like meh. It literally is like, oh, the running backs. Like Aaron Jones, but he's always hurt. Meh. AJ Dillon can only really do two things. Meh. The receiving core is kind of under overvalued. Meh. And too young. Meh. It's like defense. Meh. The no Jair Alexander. Meh. No Josh Dubs. Disappointed. Keep playing the most. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, neither of the future, but I, I would have rather seen Josh Dobbs out there than Nick Mullins. The Vikings are dummies. I got a new nickname for Jared. Jared from the Corner Booth podcast, Stidham. Stop it. <laughs> I don't think that's going to. You're yeah, demoted. I, gonna say, I don't think that's going to stick. He tried. He thought about it. You could tell him. He was going very yeah, slow he, with he was, it. After, he, all, yeah. all of his brain cells were reapplying itself. He was, he was getting there. Yeah, well, he, he was like, he was putting it together. Yeah. All right. We gotta make those a t-shirt. All right, t-shirt. we're at an hour mark, fellas. Any other thoughts on this week for college football, pro football, sports in general? Um, I'm gonna make a bold prediction to around to uh, start this year off right. Uh, John Harbaugh, nope, Jim Harbaugh is gonna be going to the NFL. This is the year he finally crosses the barrier and goes to the NFL and. I thought it would be Chicago, but apparently they're going to keep Matt Eberflus. Um, so I'm going to go with the next position where I think we all know this is going to be a vacant head coaching you know, destination very soon. Washington Commanders. There you go. Comes comes in and works with a young quarterback. They're, you know, they're 4-12. and 12. They have a top five pick. Um, so I think they're it makes sense. They're quarterback. Sam Howell will not be the quarterback next year. Oh, yeah, no. But imagine maybe, just maybe, Michael Penix and John Harbaugh. Or Jim Harbaugh, sorry. I like I do like I, I agree. I, I agree. I mean I think he I think he could take the leap this year. There's been rumors for the past couple of years, so I'm curious to see. And I'm curious to see where Billy B goes, Bill Belichick, if he retires, gets fired, or uh goes to the Chargers or something. I don't I don't know. We'll see. All righty. And uh for myself. The Eagles will make the NFC Championship game this year. Don't know how they're going to. Don't know how it's going to happen. Something in my gut tells me that they will somehow find a way ass backwards into making the NFC title game. Tell you what, if they had Jared from Corner Booth Pod Stidham in the in sitting back there, they you're done. Be... You're, you know, you're you're done. Stop it. Don't quote me with that dummy. All right, like <laughs> enough. He's still he, he, do better. He do fucking <laughs> better. Yeah, sorry, it's the ten toes. Ten beers in me. 
he thought maybe since he already said it before, so we didn't have to stop and think about it, he could just say it right off the rip that it would sound better, and it just didn't work out. No, it didn't. I'm gonna have to. I might tattoo that on my on me instead of the Ravenclaw thing. Ladies and gentlemen, that does it for the Corner Booth Podcast. Shout out to our amazing sponsors, Candidates, promo code BLIP20 for 20% off. SeatGeek, promo code BLIP Sports for 20% off, $20 off your first purchase. And Muller Bros, BLIP15 for 15% off your purchase at checkout. We appreciate you guys for coming by. Uh, we will be here Thursday for the Corner Booth pregame for week 18 of the NFL season and the College Football National Championship. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Jerry Clem, alongside my two amazing co-hosts, Chrissy Blackout, a.k.a. 10 beers down, 10 toes up, and of course, Matt, a.k.a. Jake Smith, a.k.a. Swagoo. We'll catch you guys on Thursday. Maybe by the end of the season, we'll figure out a nickname for me. It's not what Chris said. Ladies and gentlemen, appreciate you stopping by. Peace. Hey guys, Jared. Thanks for checking out the Corner Booth Pod. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly of Podcast Network.